Welcome to WJR's Internet Advisor Podcast. Catch the live show weekends on News Talk 760 WJR and online at internetadvisor.net. Now, here are your hosts, Foster Brown, Gary Baker, and Ed Rudell. Thank you for joining us on the Internet Advisor. And now let the calls begin because this is your part of the program. This is where you get to call in, ask your question, and get some answers for your problems with your computers or a peripheral about something that happens when you get on the Internet, whatever it may be. The magic number to call is toll-free, anywhere within the sound of my voice, call 800 Eight five nine zero nine five seven. That's eight hundred eight five nine zero nine five seven. And we have a crew of people standing by to answer your questions. So get those questions on the phone, and we'll be with you in a moment. You're listening to a podcast of WJR's Internet Advisor. You can find more resources to protect your computer on our webpage at internetadvisor.net. <laughs> Do a little Motown shuffle here as we get ready to open up our phone lines. Thank you very much for joining us. And in case you have just joined us, we are now officially open for your questions. And uh, remember, the rule around here is the only dumb question is the one you don't ask. Please, uh, most everybody, we get. I hear it so often. People say, "I don't know much about computers." <laughs> That gets how we got to know the little we do is by diving in and getting some of these problems. And uh, it's so often, by the way, that we have people who are out there listening, and I hope you hear this as well, that when you hear a problem and you've been able to get a solution to that, you call in and help. And that is an excellent way to use that phone number, which is 800-859-0957. You know, Gary, every now now and then, has his crystal ball running at full tilt. And I have to, you know, make sure I acknowledge it every now and then. And you're right, Gary. The Android phones have exceeded the sales of the iPhones. Oh, no kidding. Yep. Yep, they certainly have. Well, and... uh, you know, there's a lot more of those models, right? There's a lot of different models. Many different of flavors of... Right. Or, or manufacturers. Or manufacturers, manufacturers exactly. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah. But it's okay, because you know, actually it's kind of cool, because now it makes the iPhone more campy, and people want that, you know, even more. Kind of like, you know, back when it was hip to have an Apple when everybody <laughs> had an IBM. But it's just... Yeah, but, but, but the fact of the matter really is the sales have changed. They have changed. I'm waiting to see Windows 7 get a front-facing camera. And uh, kind of get aboard that. I'm just and waiting to I'd see be, Windows I'm, 7 more often. Well, Windows 7 phones actually have been given pretty good reviews. Uh, it, but there are problems with some of the hardware and with the updating on the Windows 7 pro, um, uh, software behind it. Are you talking about the mobile? Yeah. You're talking about the mobile. It's not Microsoft. It's not Windows 7. You're saying window, Windows, Windows 7 phone. You're talking about uh, the mobile 7. Okay, phone. Mobile 7. Yes, it's the one that works on the phone. Okay, yes, so I'm let's sorry. Make that clarification. Thank you very much. Now, that's true. But uh, I'm those inter- those phones have been given very good reviews, and I'd like, I'd, I'd like yeah. to try it out. And an article I read, if Microsoft would have came up with that phone a year and a half earlier, before the end, even a year earlier, before the Androids came out, things may have been turned yeah, just the opposite exactly. way. Exactly. Yeah, without, without a doubt. I mean, because it's, it's timing. It's, it's a kind of a slick interface, but... You know, it, you got to be early to market or else you're just well, going to get left they, in the dust. It'll be interesting to see what happens because they have tied up now with Nokia. And Nokia is saying that all of their phones in the future are going to be running on that platform. So mm. it'll be very interesting. Okay, we're taking time away from the questions getting answered. Let's dive in there because folks are lining up on the phones. And we've got four people in here just 
ready and waiting to answer your questions. So let's get going here. Our phone number again, 800-859-0957. And let's talk to Frank and Warren. Welcome to the Internet Advisor, Frank. Hi. Um, I had a question, and I'd like to listen off the air uh, sure. regarding Ustream. Can you give me some information if you wanted to try to set up like an Internet radio what can you tell me about that? And I'll listen off the well, air. Well, well hang you on. Know, wait, let's make sure we understand your question. Because I don't know anything about Ustream. I think one of our engineers does, and Eric, he's not here. Or maybe even okay. Scott was talking about that uh, six months ago. But I'm not familiar now with you're, it. Now, you're, what is it that you want to do exactly, Frank? You want to find internet radio? No, he well, was. how you can, like if you wanted to broadcast internet radio... If you wanted, ah, so if you wanted to set up like your own internet radio station. Yes. Right. And our engineer, Eric Anderson, was talking about that. Yeah, Ustream allows you to do that. Yeah. You can do that. Um, I think there are a number number of places, aren't there? Yeah, there are a number of companies. Um, That's a a good one. Um, I've not used it personally. I know people that have. Uh, What's your question? You want to know how to do it. If if there are like a how-to-do places that will help you to, to get this, right? Yes. Uh, and, you go to and if I could listen off the air. Okay, okay sure. sure. Well, yeah, we'll see. Okay, thanks. Matter of fact, okay. that's a, that's a great question to start with. That if somebody out there who has had the experience of setting up their own little internet radio station, and I I know more and more people I know who are doing their own talk shows uh, through various kind of. Um, outlets. Yeah, and, um, and the only and, suggestion I have is maybe one of our listeners out there is already doing it. And so maybe they, they might be able exactly to call it. in, and because I really don't have any expertise yeah. on that. I don't think any of us in here have done this. You, it, it's fairly simple, as I understand yeah. it. You've got to download their, you've got to go to their site. Uh, I think it's Ustream.tv. I could be wrong on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're um, correct. Is it? Okay. And you just fill out the form, because uh, they want to know who you are. Want to sure. make sure they know who they're, they're downloading their software to. And uh, you could download their software. Now, is that, you think it's free? Um, I th- it was, I thought it was. Probably initially it was, but yeah. uh, well, we'll find are, out. There are a number of ways of doing it, and uh, I'm looking at one that I use for a different purpose. I, I do a podcast for um, your your cousin, <laughs> American, <Right>. American <laughs> Road Magazine. Right. Yep. I do a weekly podcast for, uh, for them, and we work through Audio Acrobat. And I know that you can load podcasts through Audio Acrobat. That's right. Yeah. And that's uh, a and great there's a number of others. Yeah, so they're yeah. decent, though, from what I've heard. Yeah. But and the other thing, you can always YouTube. Go to YouTube.com, and you can always say how to and then space uh, Ustream. But yeah. unfortunately, we don't have the answers. We'll wait for one of our listeners to call in with uh, maybe good. the answer. Good idea. Very good idea. So we started off perfectly here with both a question and something that maybe you have an insight into out there. And you can get to us by calling... 800-859-0957. By the way, this will be the last time that we'll be doing a, a two-hour question program. Right, it's we, three we, hours we've today. We've had three hours total, and we'll have two hours for answering questions, because starting next week, uh, Dr. Dean Krauskopf is coming back. Yep. And he will Great be on to see from Dean 3 to 4, helping with gardening tips, and then we'll be on from 4 until 6 regularly. So uh, this is the last time we'll have two hours to answer your questions. Remember, get those questions into 800 859 We'll be back to take more of those calls in just a moment. You're listening to a podcast of WJR's Internet Advisor. For help with any computer problem, call in during our live show or visit our webpage at internetadvisor.net. 
Thank you so much. Good to have you with us here on our live Internet Advisor. And by the way, uh, just a little uh, tip for you. If you are a Facebook fan, you happen to be on Facebook, uh, you can uh, find us there and go to Internet Advisor. Like the page. And uh, we've got a whole, I put up a whole album of the folks that were in the studio with us. Uh, from Semco, the Southeast Michigan Computer Organization. And you'll see uh, uh, they have a lineup of uh, their 25th anniversary when they had uh, the whole bunch of uh, past presidents. And it's interesting, most of the people who were in the room with us now were there in that picture. Um, and I think uh, Steve was hoping, holding his apple, too, in that picture <laughs> in, the middle of the, in the middle of the group. Uh, but uh, we've got that available, and we post different things on the site there. So uh, check us out on Facebook. And let's go back to our phone lines once again for your questions, 800 800- Eight five nine zero nine five seven. Linda from Farmington Hills, welcome. How may we help you? Hi, thank you, guys. Uh, got a security concern. Overnight, uh, we found ourselves logged off, and my husband logged in and uh, found that we had a big dialog box from MS Tools Removal telling us that we had big time threats and telling us that we should purchase it. I backed out of that and closed it all and ended up with a black screen, completely black, the monitor. Mm-hmm. I powered down mm-hmm. and powered back up and entered normally, and I logged in under me, and I was okay. We use Trend Micro. It's a new Dell. It came with the Dell, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I scanned, mm-hmm. and it came up with two. It came up with quite a few threats. Hmm. And it, I looked at when it had scanned last, and it had just scanned last two days ago, which kind of surprised me. Hmm. But it came up, and they're both the same, and they read Trojan, general, blah, 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 generic. Mm-hmm. But Trend Micro saying to me, it's not fixed yet. <laughs> oh, right. And we want there's, there's your <laughs> help deciding what to do. What? Yeah, yeah. no. It really? says, you must help us deal with these two security concerns. And they are high risk, supposedly. Huh. So I went further, and it says that I must check with Microsoft website under the security Windows operating system to know what to do with this. So one question is, before I proceed any further, what should I do? Mm-hmm. And the second question is, I really don't want this trend micro. And... I wasn't sure if it would be safe for me to turn it off mm-hmm. and download something new. Oh, okay. Well, you've got two. Let, let's. You've got two issues there. Right. Let's deal with the first. Let's so deal with the Trent, first one. Trend Micro is, you know, is a decent security system. So, uh, on its face, I'm not sure I would necessarily say that uh, there's any problem with that. But what it did do is it came. It it when you did the scan, um, it's too bad that you that it was two two days ago, are we sure that the Trend Micro um, scanning is happening automatically? How long well, ago I'm did gonna you? Go, I set it to do that, Yeah, you I'm should. I'm going to be certain yep. mm-hmm. once I fix this. So um, how, how old is your computer? Um, not quite a year. Okay. And what we want to make sure of is a lot of times... Um, when security software comes on a computer, it comes with a expiration date. And they tell you, you know, you have to you have to now go out and buy it yourself. Right. And did you buy it? 
the first yeah. time? Okay, so you should be safe then. From that standpoint, it should be working properly. You, you need to make sure that it is. Some, sometimes what happens is um, you'll get just adware that comes on, and they're trying to get you to buy something that you really don't need to buy because Trendwood Micro is working fine. Um, I wondered about that. I'm really a Mac person. Yeah, so right. this I'm trying could, to learn PC. Yeah, this could be social engineering, right? Well, actually, there no. When, when that window popped up, did it, the MS removal tool that came up? Yes. What, was uh-huh. that like a blue and pink screen? It was. Okay, that it was is a dialog box, and it was showing. It it gave me a bullet point of a tremendous a lot of problems that are supposedly on my computer, and it said I need to purchase. Right. MS removal tools. Mm-hmm. And that the same thing happened. The dialog box gave me the price. That okay. same thing happened to me in the studio when I was discussing about how to do Google searches. And <laughs> Cal and I were talking about electrical stuff in the commercial break. And, and actually, I got a very similar warning. And I just immediately powered off my computer, powered it back on, and did a system restore. Two back, two this morning. So in Windows 7, you have the ability to do a system restore. Yeah. Yes, and I restored I sure it do. back. And to the point prior to the, what, because the, the infection. Because it happened last night, right? Right. So do it mm-hmm. as of yesterday. And then, well, your, the, was, and then your computer will be functional. Mm-hmm. Update. That was one of my questions. And then. I um, wondered if you did a system restore, if it actually would remove problems. It will. Or if they're embedded and you're that's just a good restoring. Question. So that mm-hmm. answers that for well, me. Well, what happens is the file is probably. If it's a virus, which it is, um, or a Trojan, that, that Trojan may still exist in your computer somewhere because Microsoft's not going to restore a file on top of it, but it's disabled. There's nothing in the Windows operating system that's going to say, I want this program or this Trojan to start up when the computer starts up. Because so, I, so what you're going to do is you're going to just perform a system restore, okay. and then you're going to download a utility called Malwarebytes all right. and scan your computer with that. Now, Trend Micro, like Gary said, is an excellent program. Mm-hmm. And um, and that that it, although it caught it, it couldn't disinfect it. And we have found, by the way, of course, that we're assuming that she does have the up-to-date virus signature files from uh, yes. uh, Trend Micro as well. Mm-hmm. So after you do the system restore mm-hmm. and you run malware bytes, then you're going to make sure to update your software with Trend Micro to make sure you have the, the latest mm-hmm. signature files mm-hmm. for it. And All it's right. not it's not unusual from what we have seen in the past that you have to use more than one tool to get rid of some of these viruses and Trojans. So, a cocktail, so uh, to say. A cocktail. Oh, because, but but only one antivirus program. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yes. Thank and you. Then the, then the others are anti-malware. Yeah, right. Thank you. Thank you for the clarification. Okay. Yeah. And just curious, um, since everyone has a login separately, which is something I'm also not very familiar with, mm-hmm. does it only affect that person? It depends. Okay. It, well, re- it really depends on where the virus okay. is attacking and where it's starting up. And you're okay. right. A lot of techniques for for uh, trying to remove a virus, one of the first things you can do is reboot your computer, and then if you have the ability, log in with a different user account or an administrative account. That might give you just the amount of time necessary to start to download an antivirus program or malware bytes to scan your computer because a lot of these viruses are actually dependent or start up in the other user account. That's what I wondered if it was actually. That's a, a I did. You know, I'm really segmented. I thought it infected the entire computer, but apparently it can. It also depends not, where it where it's going in the register. It well, if you remember, you can you have uh, different start menus. So if I go start yeah. programs and look at there's something in there called startup group, 
And my startup group would be different than your startup group. That's true. And in the Windows registry, you also have different locations in there dependent upon mm. each user. But when you do okay. the system restore, you restore the whole shoot and match. Yep. The whole kit and I'm caboodle. Do so, it. so that, I think, it sounds like, Linda, that would be the first order of business then would be to go in and do the system restore. That's what I'm going to do right okay. now. And then after you're all done, go back to your Mac. <laughs> my Mac is right behind me. I just swivel my seat. <laughs> thank you, guys. Oh, Linda, thank you very much for your call. Well, see, that, then she'll just be a carrier like Gary is with his cold right now. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> and just no. carrying and pass him on to other that's people. Right. Oh, dear. That's terrible. What an image. <laughs> Russ from Pinckney, welcome to WJR's Internet Advisor. How can we help you? Yes. Um, I have been using SpyBot Search and Destroy, and in the startup group, it says that I have a um, a possible uh, viral program uh, in the in the startup, mm-hmm. or a a program that shouldn't be in the startup, but okay. is. It's uh, CSRSS eight dot DLL. It's a DLL file. Okay. Tell you what we do. We're going to put you on hold for just a sec, okay? Because we're coming up on a break, and we're going to dig into this behind the scenes and see if we can get some answers for you. We'll come back with them, okay? And for the rest of you out there, we have phone lines aplenty open at 800-859-0957 for your questions, or if you have some answers as well, join in with us. 800-859-0957. You're listening to a podcast of WJR's Internet Advisor. For the latest up-to-the-minute technology news, check out the Internet Advisor's blog at internetadvisor.net. Thank you for joining us on the Internet Advisor. Again, that number for your questions, and please don't be bashful. Dial in. we got lots of lights open at 800 800- Eight five nine zero nine five seven, and um, let's go back to Russ. We the the um, experts have concurred during our uh, break, and I think they had some answers for you about that uh, DLL file that showed up that you're concerned about. Right, and uh, well, well, first off, Russ, what operating system are you running? What version of Windows are you running? Uh, XP. Okay. Now, and you said the name of that file was CSRSS eight DLL. Correct. Okay. Well, I, that one is definitely a Trojan, uh, according to several, you know, um, websites I went to. Um, and but you're saying Spybot is saying basically, would this is a threat and it should be removed? Is it providing you the ability to remove it or to decontaminate it? Uh, n- nothing. I nothing I have on this computer seems to. Uh, uh, to get rid of it. Uh, not even, not even Spybot, which identified it. Yeah. Okay. Not then, even, then, not even Spybot. So okay. th- then, you might want to try one of the backdoor methods of trying to get this. Is come up in Windows Safe mode. So when you power on your computer, power it up, and then you uh, tap the Function Eight key or F Eight key, and come up in Safe mode, and then use the Windows Search or Find feature and search your computer for that file. And search specifically for that file name, that CRSS, uh, CSRSS8.dll. And when you do, rename it. Instead of, call, instead of it ending in DLL, uh, change it to BAD, B-A-D. <laughs> and that'll pretty much eliminate it. It should oh, allow you to cool. do that. 
cool. I mean, those are one of the manual techniques. Any other, te- the other way is maybe a bootable CD. You know, we have our puppy Linux that we could you could use, and it also has advanced search features, so you could download an entire image. Uh, like a bootable CD that you could burn on another computer. So when you go to puppylinux.com, you download what's known as an ISO file, mm-hmm. or ISO file, as they say. Mm-hmm. And when you double-click on it, most computers know, and most modern computers know, that when you double-click on an ISO file, it's going to prompt you to put a, a blank CD or DVD into your computer, and it's going to burn that CD for you. Okay. What's nice about that is you pop that into your failing computer, and it comes up with a, a, a pleasant graphical interface called Puppy Linux, very small, very fast. And and very Windows like, so that you can then use it and use the file manager in there to say search everything on the C drive for this file. Ah, CSRS. Again, you're going manually after uh, the file. This is another manual method. Well, Well, the the only other thing I could probably suggest you might want to do is that he could go to another computer and download uh, Combo Fix. Yes. uh, From bleepingcomputer.com, and then try running that program up. by bringing up the computer in safe mode, as Ed has described, and then run that uh, program against it. It's been very effective in finding things that, I have found that it other very ones can't. As well. Yeah. Okay, Russ. So you got a number of uh, suggestions there, Russ, that you can use to try to help you to get at this thing. But it is definitely a virus that you want to get rid of. And you've had a number of suggestions here. Listen to the yeah. podcast again if you if you need to refresh yourself on that. But thanks for your call. And uh, we're, we're running into people who are getting nailed by these nasty little viruses. Right, and this might be a remnant of uh, like an older one, but you know, but because he has the, un, the the inability to remove it, it's mm. probably an active file that's prohibiting him from deleting. Yep, yep, deleting exactly. It. And that's why we're suggesting what you're calling these backdoor ways, because when you start in safe mode, essentially it makes sure that these other programs don't start up. Yes. It starts up with just the minimum programs that the computer needs to run, mm. and that's the way we get to fix things. Uh, to fix things to get in the back door. Exactly. Craig from Shelby, Ohio. Welcome and good evening. Hi guys. How can we I, help I you? promise my my cell phone won't cut out this time. <laughs> Never last fall. Oh dear. But anyway, um, I am talking to you on a landline with a um, recycled East German phone. So <laughs> <laughs> anyway, here's what I got. I got on my uh, Dell Inspiron 1520 last August. I tried to download um, um, AOL's. Uh, 9.5. Mm-hmm. Okay. It stalled, and then I got a uh, not enough hard drive space error or something like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I know I had 67% left on my hard drive at hmm. that point. Hmm. All right. Somehow I'm able to hit start and hit my uh, sidebar tool and go up to Google. Okay. And I got by with that for like, I don't know, eight or nine months, and now I got one of those uh, error reports, okay? Mm-hmm. okay? And that's it. My computer froze up. I cannot get out of it. Mm. So, I'm sorry, could you repeat that last part you said where you hit the start bar and did what now? I used to be able to scroll up on the left side toolbar, mm-hmm. like I had my streets and trips and Internet Explorer. And, or, yeah. yeah, right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I can hit my Google Chrome. Oh, gotcha. So you're using Google Chrome as an alternate browser. Got you. And everything was working fine, but now you're getting to the point where nothing seems to be working. Now I get a... um, Let me move here. Now I get a... um, um, Chrome has encountered a problem and needs to close. We are starting to convene, and it gives me an error report. And then you can click for uh, technical information, mm-hmm. click here, and then click to see our data policy, click here. 
What, what, what other browsers do you have besides Chrome? Internet Explorer, but it does the same thing. I still okay, get the uh, okay. error report. All right, so, so you get the same error report with regardless of which browser it is that goes up. Yeah, it says send error report, don't send, but after that I can't do anything. Whether I send well, or don't send, I'm locked up. It really sounds like you're getting into a network issue or an either an operating system issue. Mm-hmm. And and I, I would do several things. I, I mean, I don't know. Think it's I don't think it's the browser or either one of the browsers. I think your operating system is is damaged, or you have a virus on your computer, or there's a program that's damaged that's running, like your video software or your sound software, or maybe your QuickTime, or uh, you know even your QuickBooks. I mean, you can have any number of programs that are running that every time you power up your computer, one of those is damaged, and it could even be your operating system. So what would you do then? Ed? First thing I would do is do a scan disk and do a disk check. Check your disk drive for errors. All right, now scan disk. Why don't you talk about how to get into scan disk? Uh, Is he using XP? Which window, what operating system are you using? XP Surfac Pro 3. Okay, Okay. so then you would would go to the start and then go to accessories. And then under accessories, he'd find system tools. And under system tools, he'd find, uh, oh, you said scan disk, not, uh, yeah. Okay, I was thinking disk defrag. Yep, no. So you go into my computer. And you uh, right-mouse-click on your C drive on any operating system Windows has, and you select Properties. So when you select Properties, you'll have a Tools tab on the top. In there, you'll have the error-checking ability, um, Ah, a section that says, uh, check my hard drive for disk errors, and say, do it right now. It's going to... Windows will come back and say, this cannot be performed right now. Would you like to reschedule this so that the next time you reboot your computer... I'll perform a thorough mm-hmm. scan, and mm-hmm. you're going to answer yes. So that, that's the first part of this, uh, checking this. The other okay, thing, it's going to get real interesting, and I'm here right now. Okay, I tried a system restore, and like right now, I'll say restore my computer earlier time next. Okay, mm-hmm. and then we go to the calendar. Yep. I'm mm-hmm. um, at uh, April 9th. I cannot arrow back past March 31st. It will not arrow back, and I cannot yeah. go down to mm-hmm. a any date, anything. That's you know highlighted okay. in blue, and okay. click on it. It will not do it. Okay, okay but you, you oh really? No. So, okay, but there are some highlighted dates there. You're saying yes. Okay, um, that could mean you're running out of disk space as well. And even though you still have sixty-seven percent, I mean, I I would check your hard drive first. But it, it could be a systemic operating system error. Well, it gets better. It gets better. Well, it sounds like it's dead. <laughs> well, here we go. Um, what was I going to say? I cannot remove. If I go to add and remove hardware, I cannot remove. Um, I cannot remove that nine point five install of uh, AOL. Oh, of AOL. Yeah. Not every move hardware, but every move programs. No. Uh, okay. What I would do is back up your data, get an external drive as quick as possible, or a flash drive. Back up as much data as you can, because and then do that scan disk. And you may have to reload your operating system either from your OEM. XP CDs or your system restore from your manufacturer, but it's almost to that point. Back up the data, and it sounds like you can do the scan disk, and then if that fails, then restore. reinstall the reinstall the hardware. All right, we've got uh, Lori and Pat out there, and a phone number waiting for you at eight hundred eight five nine zero nine five seven. It's the Internet Advisor. Back with more of your questions in just a moment. You're listening to a podcast of WJR's Internet Advisor. Have a question? Post it in our discussion forums on our webpage at internetadvisor.net. Thank you. And uh, by the way, speaking of thank yous, while uh, Eric is on vacation this week, Cindy 
Cooper is in. And thank you very much, Cindy, for answering the phones. If you wonder who that lovely voice is that answers the phones, it belongs to Cindy Cooper, who's our production assistant here. And thank you very much for that. Let's get back on that phone line, which is 800-859-0957, and talk with Patricia from Warren. Patricia, welcome to the Internet Advisor. Oh, thank you. I'm so glad I got through. <laughs> My husband and I are completely computer illiterate. Okay. But when our family started moving out to different states, we got one so we could have Skype and be able to talk to one another. That's great. I called Dell and I bought a whole thing, desktop computer. Okay. This was last May. Mm-hmm. And I've had several problems with it where they even had to replace the hard drive after it was on for a month. Ooh. And so now my problem is this. Anytime I talk, I type a letter, a word, anytime I type a word that has two letters the same side by side, like good, G-O-O-D, uh-huh. it comes out G-O-D. It does, you've got to stop with the first O, count to five, and then hit the second O. Oh, my goodness. I was on the phone with Dell for a couple of days, just, <laughs> you know, hours, hours. Anyway, Ouch. they had talked me into buying this $211.16 thing that was supposed to take care of it, and it didn't. But, really? We're all looking and wondering, what would cost $216? I hope it was... First of all, why would they take care of it for free? Yes. So, uh, how long have you had your computer? We bought it last May. It was delivered, like, on the 30th, okay, 29th so, or 30th. And what was the $230 thing that you purchased? Was it a new keyboard and mouse, or was no, it a... No, it was... Additional. It, it, it turned out it's a security program. It's a security program. And I program. have McAfee, and I bought five years of you know, McAfee. know, I've noticed that happening with Dell is a lot of times when you get the service reps on the phone, then they and when they're failing, they end up selling you stuff. That's something that yeah. Dell started about a year and a half ago that I noticed, yeah. and I'm not particularly happy about that. No. I, um, I, this is what I said to him. I said, you mean to tell me you can't fix my computer unless I pay you more money? You know, and, and he said, well, that's the only thing that will fix it. Yeah. You you so should I be irate. Oh. I would be. Well, the first thing I would do, if this was my computer, is power up the computer in safe mode. And you probably heard us talking about that before. So this. What com- is safe mode? What so, does it mean? Well, safe mode it means the computer should be running safely. That it runs very minimalistic programs or hardly any programs. That the only thing it runs is just Windows Seven or Windows Vista. It. Just the operating system. There's no printer software loaded. There's no special video software. It's a safe version of Windows. Now, it, uh, the letters are going to be very huge, and uh, but one of the things you could do is you can you could bring up a, a document or you could bring up a Microsoft uh, text editor real quick or something or even on the start line you can or in the search warrant window you can start select start search and then type your letters in there and type in G O O D and see if they show up. If they show up and, and, and all the typing seems to be functioning normally, then you're not dealing with a hardware problem. You're dealing with a software problem. And That's what I've already checked on. Okay. So how you power up your computer in safe mode is you power it up uh, when you press the power button and you tap the F8 key. Now, that's right above the number Wait 7 key. Uh, on the power button. No, well, no. You power the what computer is, on, but look on the keyboard. A, what kind of key? 
comes over after power button? Well, you look on your keyboard on the computer, and yeah. there's a F8 key. There you are got a series function of, one. Yeah, there are a series that are F, as in the letter, as in the word function. They're so generally on the top F. row. Okay. Right, right, and they're top. They're the top row. Right. So you go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and you'll see one that's F, like in function eight, and you press that intermittently, like tap 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 as you're starting your computer up and it will eventually start up in safe mode or say do you want to start in safe mode and then you'll say yes and then you'll see a bunch of stuff scrolling down your screen as it gets into that and finally it'll come into a place where it'll give you some options about setting it it'll, it'll come up to an environment that looks just like windows it's gonna be a lot larger it's gonna give you a warning that you're in safe mode there's very limited functionality here and this is a this is a diagnostic mode for you to troubleshoot Windows. And what's nice about this is that you can then simply go into Windows and start typing somewhere just to see if it starts typing okay. If it's typing okay, then we know that you're not ha- you don't have a bad keyboard, right? And Well, uh, uh, I tried that. Uh, they talked me into getting another keyboard, but it was on warranty, so I didn't have to pay for it. And it said you do not have to send the, the uh, old one back. Mm-hmm. And then I got a letter from them about three weeks later that says I've got to send it back or they're going to charge me for the keyboard. There you go figure. Um, <laughs> what about... Um, uh, this is not good advertising for so this particular brand. What about... Uh, did they talk you through doing uh, in a, a system restore using the recovery CDs? Because uh, m- most manufacturers give you a set of recovery CDs or they right, talk you through right. um, how, to, how to restore your computer back to factory settings. Right. Did they talk you through that process? No. Because, the only thing is, uh, my granddaughter was married last year. I don't have any pictures of their wedding. They were sent to me via the computer, mm-hmm. and I put them into a... Uh, a folder. A folder. Yeah, right. right. And I'm afraid mm-hmm. if I do that, I'll erase all of the and, pictures. And you will. Yes. So yeah. it's so important to back those up. It's so, an, Yeah. So the important thing here, Pat, Pat first thing, and, and uh, Cal has said this before, is, Make sure you get the things that are very important to you, like those pictures, off of the computer first. And the way you would do that is that you would put a DVD into the DVD drive, okay? Okay. And then you would go to that folder that has your pictures in it. And then you would, you know, right-click on that. You would highlight all of those pictures and then right-click again and say, burn to a disc, or it would give you a way of burning that to that disc that's there, yep. and you could then save it onto there. You would copy those pictures, in other words, onto that DVD, or whatever I, I, documents lost, you had. I lost a lot of them working with the Dell, trying to get it going, uh, of other photos. Yeah. Okay, just a couple of things. Just what Foster says, number one, you want to make sure you got all your stuff backed up. And if you're not 100% sure how to do it, you know, ask a family member or a friend around who can help you with that. Yep. After that's taken care of, let me ask you one other question. The $200 service that Dell charged you, was that to, do, uh, to walk you through some uh, uh, tech support over the telephone? Well, I kept asking them to send me a booklet, uh, you know, something in writing that I could read and, and do it as I was reading the book. Because when you get something on the screen, 
if you don't it's, write it all yes, down, yes, it disappears and sure, you can't remember the sure, whole sure. thing. I understand. Entirely. See, the, the point I'm trying to make is that if you spent $200 for a service for your computer and your computer still is not working, yeah. right. then I always say to people, if you charge it on your charge card, contest that. Yes. Then they'll either have to satisfy the problem that you're having with your computer by fixing it or refund back your money to you. You pay good you know, money right for now, a service to get it fixed. Being sent back because it's so frustrating. You you know something, and that may be. You know something. Another thing, uh, Foster, is maybe what she needs to do is get in contact with one of our our sponsors. I, CompuQuest. I was just going to say you are in Warren, and the the folks at CompuQuest USA Inc., the company that advertises with us, have a shop in at Nineteen Mile and uh, Van Dyke, I believe it is. So they're not too far from you. Let That's me give you. Miles. Let me give you. Let me give you their phone number again, and you can call. It's at 586-247-8500. You are the best kind of listener around. You get the message. You got it. Give them a call as yep. well. Give and then call, call your well. Visa, your or MasterCard Visa, and contest that Dell yeah. uh, service call. Right. Because, man, we believe that you really have not been treated right in this. And besides which, we believe also that your warranty is under a year and that you should be able to just simply hand the thing back to them and say you want your money back. But anyway, the folks at CompuQuest can also help you as well. A pause, folks. We'll be back with another hour of answering your questions here on the Internet Advisor at 800-859-0957. See you then. You've been listening to a podcast of the second hour of WJR's Internet Advisor. You can find a link to the first hour on our webpage at internetadvisor.net.